My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today I'm joined by a very special guest and she's live here, I'd love to say in the studio, but we're not in the studio, are we? Hi, Tanae. Hello, we're making it work. It's... It's still fancy. We're in a hotel room. We're in a hotel room because we are both speaking at the same conference and we were chatting all things business and the conversation was going in such a great place that I was like, we should re- we should record this. And so here we are. We're doing it. Tanae Sanders from the Strategy Studio. For those people who don't know you, give everybody the, the wrap up. Can do. I am a marketing strategist and copywriter and my specialist is helping female founders communicate their values so they can charge what they're worth in their businesses and hopefully run them enjoyably and successfully. And she definitely does that for Simply Stacey Morgan. When you see things posted on my Instagram and you think, oh, Stacey's so smart, it's really not me, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I post things. No, I do. You I post do. lots of I things. I know I do post lots of things. But, the, um, but many times you post things... Um, based on the content that I provide for you from my podcast and from you cre- curate our newsletters. And a lot of the time you can make what I have said sound so succinct and professional. And I just love that about you and about the services that you give. So you. if you're someone who struggles with words, struggles with your social media, then today is definitely the person to talk to. But today and I are both are pretty obsessed with professional development. Not only do we now speak at conferences, but we also attend a lot of professional development events and Lately, we've been having the same kinds of conversations with our clients because we both work with small small business owners, the same kinds of conversations about investment, about investing in yourself, about investing in your business, about getting your business to that point where you really want it to grow and, and setting those goals around growth, getting yourself there and then figuring out what comes next. What is it about professional development today that lights you up that gets you excited apart from coming to fabulous hotels like this and staying (laughs) in hotel rooms with me um what are the things that really make you um really enjoy this part of your job I think do you mean the presenting part of my job like getting to help others or do you mean attending professional development myself I mean just both because I think even when I'm presenting at a conference I find that there are things that the other speakers say that mm-hmm. I pick up. There are things about my own message that I kind of go, oh, I like. I get questions back and I go, oh, well, I haven't really thought about it that way, even though it's the same content most yeah. of the time. So, I mean, I'm we're both pretty lucky in that we both have a perspective about this from both sides. So. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why I asked because I'd love to say both. <laughs> so when I'm presenting at a conference, what I love is – the opportunity to challenge myself to make sure that what is in my head is articulated in a way that it resonates with other people and to keep finding different ways to explain concepts because we all learn differently, we all absorb information differently and I think it's so important to not almost like rest on our laurels and think that this is what my business is and this is what I do and just to keep repeating the same message. I'm all about repetition of message, it's so important but what's more important is repeating it 
the same message but in the ways that resonates with the audience you're communicating with. And what I love most about professional development opportunities is the challenge it gives me to think about, well, who am I speaking to today and how do I communicate in a way that resonates with them and fulfills the needs that they have in their businesses? I think on the flip side, when I get to sit down and then take in the other speakers, I love different perspectives and I like, again, being challenged to think, am I playing safe in my business or am I being am I pushing myself enough outside my comfort zone? And this was like a big one for me, I think, in the last few months, realizing if you had said to me, do I play it safe? I'd say, no, no, like I I think I take risks in my business. Um, But just over my last last few professional development opportunities, I think I've started to realize that no, I'm playing it really safe. I just hadn't realized that I was. You're playing it really safe. Yeah. Not just playing it safe, but you feel like you're really... There's, there's growth, there's areas for growth there for you. Definitely, because the question that somebody asked me was, when was the last time I did something in my business that made me nervously uncomfortable? Like, when did you get that, I don't know if I can do this moment? <laughs> and it's been a really long time since I've felt like that. Yeah. Like, I feel... I would have said that I love that I feel confident in what I do and I can stand on a stage. There could be hundreds of people there. That doesn't, nothing about that scares me. And like, maybe that's you and I growing up on stages. We love yeah. that and it's in us and, it, and it's not intimidating. But even you could throw a topic at me in the last minute and I, I wouldn't find that scary. Yeah. And I really had to rack my brain to think like, what have I said yes to lately that's made me feel like I'm on the edge of my seat? And I couldn't name something. And it was like a slap in the face moment of, wow, it's time to challenge yourself again. So what do you think that challenging yourself can do? Because a lot of people would, you know, say, well, you've worked yourself to a point where you do feel confident in what you do. You do know what you're doing. You could do it in your sleep. You could do it inside out. What do you think? I mean, I guess since that experience moving forward, what have you learned and what do you think that challenging yourself more in the future is going to do for your business? Yeah. The quote that a coach said to me was, there's no there there. And it's the concept that you kind of have these goals in your mind of what you want to achieve in your business. And you think that when you reach there, when you reach that point, like, I don't know what's going to happen. The sky opens or all these amazing things happen. But money's going to rain money's from the sky. Money's going to rain from the sky. But Everyone's going to applaud me as I'm walking down yeah, the street like a movie. Yeah. Right? And I think it's that moment of realising each time you kind of get to that point, like you, you need the next thing. Yeah. And, and maybe a part of that is um, like the way you're wired. And like if you're quite a driven person, you might crave that faster than other people do and there's no right nor wrong in that. But I think what I've realised is it's like the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And again, if you would ask me, I would have said I had a growth mindset. But if I have done nothing that's challenged me lately, then no, that means I've become comfortable. And I want to be clear that there's nothing wrong with being uncomfortable. But the fact that being told or realising that I was playing it safe, that thought made me uncomfortable. That for me was the telling point. If I had realised that and that felt good inside of me, I would have been fine with it, but that didn't feel good to me. No. So I think that was the pivot where I went, oh, wow, well, well, what am I capable of and what is my business capable of that I haven't even yet considered? Yeah. And I think a lot of small business owners, especially clients that I have worked with in the past, they they crave that 
comfortability mm-hmm. like it's like the, so many parts of the entrepreneurship journey is are hard and they're like busting the gut just to get to where they want to get to and as soon as they get there they want to kind of hang in that comfort zone for a while and I guess that's where you got yourself mm-hmm. too but without that personal growth without that investment in yourself without that challenge your business can get stale and you can get yourself into a position where you're not going to grow and you're not going to see an increase in income. You are going to see an increase in the cost of running your business Mm because that's going to continue to increase. But all of a sudden you won't be making the profit that you were making two or three years ago. And that's going to start being a little bit demotivating for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that challenge is important. I think that stepping outside your comfort zone is an important part of this entrepreneurship journey. And I don't think that everybody necessarily thinks that in the beginning they think I'll just you know I'll just push through until I get the hang of it and then I'll be cool and and I can say like my business is much younger than your multiple businesses are and there I remember the early days in my business craving getting to a comfort level where I didn't feel like I was flying by the seat of my pants so don't get me wrong I had so many years of that and I think when I've reached this comfort point, I needed it. I have two small children, like, but now we're coming out the other side. They're three and six now. And I think I feel like I have the bandwidth for whatever that next challenge is. I needed the years of the comfort zone in my business and I'm grateful I found them when I did. And I also think I've realized that I was in them at just the right time to consider what the next challenge needs to be for me. Yeah. And I know that in in at least one of my businesses, I found that comfort zone and I was in that comfort zone for so long that I thought actually I don't think I want to do this anymore but by surrounding myself it was at a professional development event by surrounding myself with people who were fired up and were challenging themselves in that arena it got me all excited about the possibility of being able to to grow more being able to kind of get my teeth stuck into it a little bit more get past that comfort zone and actually be able to push the business forward and push myself whereas I, I was kind of just cruising for a little while and whilst I thought that that was okay when I surrounded myself with other people who were like let's go mm-hmm. I was a bit jealous I was a bit like oh yeah okay I have kind of taken my foot off the gas yeah so I'm kind of ready to go but I speak to a lot of business owners who are just trying to get by and just trying to get to that stage and they kind of I, I kind of get pushback from from people going I don't have time for professional development I don't have time to learn or to do an online course or to have coaching with you or any of that because I'm just trying to run my business um, but I think there's so much value in the taking yourself out of the business I know I get that from professional development like here, being here in the mm-hmm. hotel and chatting business things with you like I'm already getting ideas and figuring out like goals that I, I want to start working towards. There's so much value in taking that step back, being able to see your business from a different angle and be able to just have time, physical time away and out of your routine, but also that mental time to be able to go, okay, where am I at? Where do I want to go? Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I was probably someone that maybe didn't invest in professional development early on in my business because I had that conversation with myself of oh well that's a big expense you're just starting your business you Mm -hmm. need to be conscious of where every dollar goes and oh well now you've got young children and you're not working full-time anymore and all the excuses under the sun and then two years ago so when I did only have a not quite one-year-old I bit the bullet and 
joined a mastermind for myself. And it was only three and a half hours once a month, but I did have to go away from home to do it. But that one day a month became something that I craved so badly. And it was probably what got me to that comfort zone. I don't think I would have achieved what I did and got myself to the point of, oh, I know what I'm doing until I still so clearly remember walking into that. This is actually probably the last time I was uncomfortable uh, when yeah. I walked into that room and joined that mastermind for the first time. For the first time. First day at school feels. It was totally because every other person in that room had a more established business than me. Right. And now I'd say I see them, I'm still in that group. I, I now see them as my equals and I've learned so much from them and have now reached my comfort zone. But that would be, yeah, whatever, two, three years ago was probably the last time I felt like that but that regular commitment to myself and I think the fact that I paid a decent amount of money to invest in it is the reason it was so successful oh there's definitely a correlation between if you you know if you spend 47 dollars on an online course correct I was gonna say that without saying it but my dad always says you pay peanuts you get monkeys so like if you are gonna pay a little bit you're not gonna have that investment if you're gonna have to put forward a big bit of money you're going to get your butt out of bed. You're going to do mm-hmm. the work. You're going to work yourself, work your way through the course. Yep. So, yeah, that, that pushback, like it's too expensive for me. No, spend the big money because you spend the big money, you're going to get big results and you're going to put in a big effort. I think I've listened to one of your podcast episodes before when you've said, I can look at my P&L statements of my business and I can tell you the years I did and didn't invest in professional development. 100%. And... Remembering that you've said that, I would say without a doubt that's exactly the same for me. When I finally invested in a mastermind, my revenue in my business soared. Yeah. So hence... And that's not even like... I'd love... like It sounds like it could be just, oh, this is is a nice sentence to say. It's actually the absolute like flat out truth. And there's there's not even any way to to hide it or to dance around it no it's like the years that I was cruising yeah and then the years that I was learning like a ridiculous difference yeah ridiculous I would wholeheartedly agree and I don't even know that I had been as conscious of it until I listened to you say that on that episode and I was like have a look at that yeah yeah I I did I opened up zero and like pulled my report that's nice for you Stacey but let's have a look at what it looks like for the rest of us yeah accurate yeah very yeah um I wanted to talk about being in the room like you said that you the, the last time you were out of your comfort zone was when you stepped into that room in that mastermind for the first time I just did some professional development a couple of weeks ago where I was the youngest person in the room I was the most inexperienced person in the room and I was nervous going into that room and I was thinking what do I have to contribute mm-hmm. um like who's going to want to listen to me and that imposter syndrome was so loud it was so loud for that week leading into it I convinced my actually like on the Wednesday of the week before I was like yeah I probably I just probably won't go <laughs> I'm probably a bit busy and like listen it's got a, a runny nose and so I'll just excuses, like, yeah, excuses. any any excuse luckily I you know put my big girl pennies on and went about it but the the voices in my head were really loud that week kind of saying who are you who do you think you are like and and rightly so because the people I was going to be in the room with were just people I respect so much but what I found from being in that room and I had a couple of teary moments was 
you know the saying you can't be what you can't see Mm -hmm. it wasn't that anyone said anything particularly profound or anyone you know showed me their P&L and said you can have this too it was just the fact that I was in the room listening to their conversations that it allowed me to see what I then knew I wanted to be and I and that's Money can't buy that. I mean, money did buy that, but like a lot of money bought that. But that experience, yeah, exposure, that that exposure, and that. And I said to one of the ladies at at the end when we were all leaving, I said, "Thank you for saying the things I didn't know I needed to hear." Yes, and she and she just said, "That's a god thing." She said that that's not me. That's just you were meant to be uh, in that room at at that time. But there were so many things that were said or experiences that were shared that made me go oh and gave me so much clarity on my life and my journey and without that investment without that scary without that week of umming and ahhing and because uh, often we book these things like so well yeah well in advance and you know I had a lot of gumption in March when I was like I'll go to that book that flight um and then by the time it came around I was like ooh, this is gonna be yeah challenging but but wouldn't you say for all of the imposter syndrome in the world that we can have I think what I've realized is that we put all this pressure on ourselves to show up in this room and say something profound but no one's expecting you to do that no that's just this unrealistic pressure we have on ourselves whether that's joining a mastermind or going to an in-person event or a retreat or whatever that might look like even just attending a networking event the pressure to say something profound is a pressure we put on ourselves we don't expect it of anybody else in the room. No. So why do we expect it of ourselves? And I think that that's often an excuse we use. Yeah. I don't have anything to contribute is the excuse we use to not push ourselves out of the comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And it was something I was thinking. And so I kind of just said to myself as well, I was going into it, I'm just going to listen. I'm mm. just here to listen. I'm here to observe. I'm here to listen. And by the end of it, actually, the thing that I'm thinking back on is like, God, I talked a lot. <laughs> <Didn't> I shut <laughs> up. Couldn't you have just shut up? <laughs> we do thinking, like a chat. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I really leaned into that today. I really, I really but what I've come away with is this um, better understanding of where I want to go, better understanding of what my goals need to be, better understanding of the fact that yes, I may have these goals and yes, they are achievable. Mm-hmm. I can see that other people are doing it. I can see that other people are there. I can get there too. Um and I just and now I know what the blueprint is to to get me there. And so, if there is anything I can say about about putting yourself out of your comfort zone and challenging yourself and getting yourself into rooms of people that you think what how, how did I get here? It's that it will do more for you than you can even imagine. Yeah, you don't even know yet the impact that that could have. And that's the kind of stuff that gives me those like goosebumpy tingles of, oh yeah, I remember that feeling. I need, I need that again. Like it's time for that again. So, so what are you going to do? Oh, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> we only decided to record this 20 minutes ago. No, I'm just interested. Like what's the first thing that you do to challenge yourself? Because for me, um, here I go talking again, just look back to me, um, <laughs> For me, there's no consistency to my professional development or there hasn't been consistency to my professional development this year. And there's been consistency to my personal development, which has really been beneficial for my business because I believe if you grow as a person, Mm -hmm. you're going to grow, like your business is going to grow as well. And that I have seen that. 
but I'd like to invest in the new year in something that is going to have a bit more consistency. Like I'm always jealous when you get to go to your, mm-hmm. you, like your monthly sessions and sometimes you'll call me on the train on the way yeah. there or on the way back and, and I'm like, oh, jealous because you have that consistency. So for me, my next challenge is, yes, these kind of one-off things are good, but what's my going to be my next consistent thing? Yeah, and I think for me... I'm fortunate that I do have this amazing program I'm part of. So I feel like I have the professional development opportunity that outside the comfort zone thing for me is the goals that I set. So I have the people around me to hold me accountable to the big, bold goals. I need to start setting them. Right. And I think that's the difference. And I would say the one other takeaway that I think I've realized from uh, recent professional development opportunities is... Someone said to me, I, they'd asked how something went and I said, oh yeah, it went really well, like I filled the program, whatever. And then I moved on to the next thing and someone said to me, stop being stingy with your joy. Oh. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, that was big and you should have, did you stop and celebrate that? And it was almost that there's no there there. Yep. I got it and I was on to the next thing. Yep. And I was like, stop being stingy with your joy. And I was like, oh, I like that. So I think that's what... I'm going to be conscious of. I'm going to set those big, bold goals. And if I actually do get even remotely close to them, I'm not going to be stingy with my joy in celebrating them. Nice. Speaking of celebration, the girls are knocking at the door for us to go out and celebrate. Must be dinner. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. We'll go and celebrate some joy. I hope wherever you're listening to this, you're celebrating joy as well. And I hope that you can find something to challenge... (laughs) We get it. We get out the door. We're coming. Um, I hope you can find something to celebrate your joy as well and to challenge yourself um, in the next little while, especially as we head into the end of the year and, and into the new year. Find something for you that will challenge you and hopefully that will mean that will also grow your business. Thanks, today. Thanks for a great chat. Loved it. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 